Hey gang, and welcome to another episode of Here Bees Me with JT. I'm joined by Rachel this week. Hey everyone. Hey girl, how are you? I'm great, actually. Actually, for several reasons. I'm, so? really, I'm really Ooh. good, now that I think about it. Well, I just had my first version of being home for Christmas. Yeah. And I'm feeling really full and like... Content, fat and happy. Very, very content, yeah. And I've been, I was like looking forward to it all day. And I'm really excited to be recording a Here Bees Me podcast. I know. Because Charlotte, Charlotte's been stealing the spotlight <laughs> <laughs> and we needed some new content. She has. Charlotte, this is not about you anymore. Um, here Bees Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Here Bees Me <laughs> with Charlotte. Uh, but yes, I'm also having a pretty good week. Um, I'm glad to be seeing you. I haven't seen you since literally September before yeah, we went. I know, for- so. Right, quick, very quickly, like, let's introduce you, like, who okay. you are to me, okay. what, you, what you are as a person, really. People okay. couldn't get the vibe of you, do you know what I mean? So, your name is Rachel. I am Rachel. You are at university? Yes, I am. I'm at Durham. Durham, and what are you studying, Bird? Uh, primary education, so I am just training to become a teacher, that is my life story, and it sounds a lot more, it, it sounds a lot more simple than it is. But it's actually a lot of commitment. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's like, it's like you have to learn about child psychology and it's yeah. education and it's it's very it's formative because like you spend just as much time with them as a parents do, yeah. if not more. And like uh, the 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 biggest <laughs> challenge of it for me is the actual like professionalism of it yeah. and like the commitment and like you know it isn't it isn't just like any teacher will tell you it isn't just like nine to three in a classroom and you get the weekends off like it is you know you do commit you your whole life to it. Whole summer holiday kind of. <laughs> i mean <laughs> i'm saying nothing <laughs> i don't know bother anyway <laughs> i might be more nine to three but that every month of a year but <laughs> um i'm only joking yeah. uh so how did we meet we met when so we actually for we, we we first met we obviously in first year of Methody. Yeah. But we didn't actually become friends until fourth year when we were in we were put in the same stream class. Yeah. So that um, was where that was where it all really began. True. And I actually remember this is what I remember t- telling Rachel one day a couple of years ago, I was like, Do you wanna know what our sliding doors moment is? Sliding doors is a movie where it's like Yeah, we always talk about this. Okay. It's it's a movie with Gwyneth Paltrow. If you haven't seen Sliding Doors, bitch, you yeah. need to go see Sliding Life Doors. Um, and it's basically like if this event hadn't occurred, like yeah. the whole future wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Um, and our, me and Rachel's Sliding Doors moment is I remember we were going into an English class. No, it was the first English. It was class. like the first the English first class one. of the year, and like everyone was already like, I had like a couple friends in the class, but I wasn't it wasn't anyone I was like super tight with. It was literally me and you being like, and like I literally looking at each it. other from across the hall being like, sit beside me. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally turned to her and I was like, oh my God, sit next to me. Because <laughs> you were about to get snapped up by a couple of the people in our class. Yeah. And I could see it like. I literally boom. remember being like, someone saying to me, oh, sit beside me. And I was like, sorry, I'm something like Joseph. I, I just said to Joseph. <laughs> I, like, I remember being like, <laughs> sweat dripping. Um, and we went. To the we went to the back two seats of that classroom <laughs> where we proceeded to do nothing for two years. <laughs> no, we were the, like we did also I mean, the most. Yeah, we, I mean we were 
we were doing well for doing nothing but us being like writing writing notes like writing remember we had that like page of like <laughs> of like things it was inside joke but, but oh my god it was like the most like iconic and like, it was very formative because it was like we hung out so much and then it was like let's hang outside outside yeah. of class let's hang outside of school and then it was just like developed and, and we had like like quite long like double English periods where we would just oh, like mem- sit no and, like, and we talk. had like some like triples because it was yeah. like it was, it was like then, then lunch mm-hmm. then a double oh, so my that God. was that was a definite like bonding experience true and I think it was like it was definitely quickly very like I think we realised like you were just as annoying as each other and I, I think I knew that from first year like I remember seeing you and being like soul sister <laughs> like, like, i like no oh, another one of those yeah. um and another thing that's weird that i will end up it will end up exploring later on but the title of this episode is here be's me you coming out uh and i think it's very like it's funny how like queer kids find each other yeah that is actually so true like naturally as well like obviously at the time like that wasn't the focus of our it friendship at all. at all and it, ne- it never like has been the main focus like that's not how we became yeah, friends it's, not, it's something that happened way later on yeah for um, both of us and like yeah we but we did just come together naturally which is actually really like that's really interesting and really nice it is it's funny how that like sort mm-hmm. of stuff finds it um and so just very i think it's a uh, an interesting enough time to get into this sort of thing but if we're going to talk about like primary education and stuff like if you're you're at university at the minute yeah yeah um and so like so is primary education what you want to do in the future like um, are you going to do like a postgrad or like? yeah i definitely will i know i will be a teacher for some portion of my life like a big portion of my life because yeah. i feel like you know, I've learned that you need to get that on the ground classroom experience if you're going to have any kind of knowledge or any, you know, influence in the educational sector. Like people respect you and you have experience mm-hmm. and, you know, you can do so much reading of theory and stuff like that. But if you're there, you get the experience and then you can go on to, to better things. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I'm still deciding. I do want to do a master's because, you know, you can never be too qualified. And I love I love learning. I love studying. So um, yeah. I do that and be a teacher maybe even be a head teacher one day maybe even go into work into uh educational policy or you know uh, research and education and that informs policy and stuff like that so i do have a lot of um routes that i can go down despite yeah. it it being quite a vocational degree so yes i'm very passionate about about education the and children of tomorrow the children of the next generation. I yes. fucking hate kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I say I hate kids. I don't at all, but I just don't. No, I, I, just I just, like, I understand as long as I've known you and you've always been like, oh, yeah, I'd love to be a teacher. Yeah, yeah. But it was just such a, like, I'm a, like, see what I think about it, I'm like, I'm not that girl. <laughs> it's because I am a big kid, though. Like, I am. Yeah, that was always, like... Yeah. And it, it just made sense. Like, you love the school environment, like... And I'm just always, like... Like, people used to be, like, I used to come into school at half past eight, like, literally, like, the two corners of my mouth, like, stretched across my face, like, Uh, coming in with, like, my breakfast being like, hey, guys, and, like, being really happy, and everyone was like, why are you smiling at this time in the morning? And I was like, that's, now I realise that that's, like, my teacher, teacher mantra. Just, like, I hate what's up, you guys, I love school. (laughs) Never really hated it, I was like, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, you did very well in school, uh, compared to me, who, like... Oh, but like I did alright in school I just like didn't enjoy it as much 
No, but like there's doing there's like doing well academically and like doing like having a good time. Like oh, you yeah, definitely you definitely like made your mark. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like you definitely you definitely did it well in yeah. that respect. Oh yeah, like you're way more of an like you're talking you guys you're listening to one of the deputy head girls of mm. our Wow. Um and I ended up I ended up doing quite a lot in terms of I hosted formal yeah, with you. Exactly. you and I, I mean. hosted formal together but yeah, we brought that up yeah. we did and it was it actually went really well considering I think we were preparing for it the morning of as well <laughs> if I remember correctly oh my so close to the mark but sure that's everything in my life is you were if you don't mind me saying steaming when you were doing it as well I, mean, I don't know but that was the point we went to block Why <laughs> no I was too scared to get steaming you I were was too. like there's teachers here <laughs> I remember literally like we were about to start we were stood in front of a room of everyone our year and their formal dates or whatever and I was like I'm fucking blocked <laughs> and, and I was like stop <laughs> and then I was, I was like, like grabbing the mic off you I think I remember our performance was uh, coined as edgy yes by 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 one of the teachers one of the teachers yes. like Joseph that was so edgy <laughs> I was like oh my god but edgy but edgy thanks girl and she was like I don't think she meant to get away at all I think she meant like you're like we were fuck. on the edge of getting asked to sit down <laughs> probably um, but yes we've heard enough about you now yes I know I'm done um, we'll get into we'll call this for now and then we're gonna get into what we're gonna talk about in the next section okay okay you see you in the next bit And we're back. Uh, so in this section of this episode, the title of this episode is Here Is Me, You Coming Out. And we're yeah. going to get into some gay shit later on. Mm. We're going to get into some gay shit. My favorite. But we're talking about you coming out traveling. Yes. Because you and I, we're both women of the world. Yes, we are. Uh, you, we both did gap yards. We both <laughs> discovered ourselves. We did. Uh, and so... I, not necessarily in terms, like, you've uh, you've travelled loads. There's probably more places you've been to than you haven't been. Well, I don't know. But my my mum and dad, like, lo- have, like, always brought me travelling. They love holidays. And I've always been yeah. from when I was younger. So I've, like, always had it in me to go away. Um, and I, like, I, I kind of, like, go in, like, far places as well. Mm-hmm. Like, like... You're very much somewhere, like, your family will go somewhere different each time. Yeah, yeah. They're definitely... Like, like user like they don't they, they want to explore different places and see new yeah. places like my mom and dad definitely have like kind of like a, a bucket list of like places they want to yeah. go so yeah we're not really returners for we're creatures of habit so like i've been yeah. to florida 12 times yeah i've been like, skiing also it's, true like it's, it's amazing i know um but so where did you go on your gap year just to like specific so i um started my gap year in november i went to ghana for um a month or so and that um i did some teaching there in a charity school for um kids basically the kids in the village who couldn't afford to go like even make it to the the state schooler and yeah that was really good it was really hard work it was like literally get up like like 8 a.m go and teach a full school day in the like blistering heat um and then do an after school club and then we get back have dinner and then go mad on a night out until like two in the morning and then literally do that like most nights and you literally lived on like one egg a day. yeah i like like lost <laughs> so much weight rachel back came home it. and like i think <laughs> say you went on this trip and you were like 60 kilo or something yeah no well yeah oh. i was around i was around that like like 
early 60s. And then what were you when you came I back? I came back and I was like 57, 58, which is like... like Under, like under, under tall, what I should be. Like your BMI was like underweight. I came back and I was like like dark, swarthy, like... <laughs> Like oh my god, skinny. she was so like her skin. <laughs> it was, was like boot camp. <laughs> and you tan, so you're literally you were yeah, literally like it was good. Um <laughs> and then I went to Australia and it was a different story. <laughs> different story. Basically she realised she liked girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> but, uh, so and is there anywhere that you haven't travelled that you would like to go? Um Yes, and you've been there. I really want to go to Japan. Like, really. Yes, yes, but yes, yes, literally, yes, yes, as soon as, like, w- when you went and I saw the photos, I was like, oh my God. Like, and then I discovered I love Japanese food and it just looked amazing. Like, you had such a good time there. I had you? the best fucking time. So I went, you. Your top year was planned. <laughs> yeah. But, but also, like, yours being unplanned, like, worked out and was unreal. Oh, so. yeah, true. I, I do think the only thing, had mine been unplanned, I probably would have done something somewhere and I probably would have moved somewhere. Right, yeah. Like, I probably went, would have went to Australia for, like, a year. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, like, I was, like, I'm going travelling for, like, two months here in Japan for basically a month Australia for, with you for, like, three weeks. Mm-hmm. And it was fucking incredible. Like, it was actually... And I think... W- w- the, I think the best thing that we did with those trips was that we... Went by like, ourselves. We went by ourselves. Yeah. And I think that was actually the best thing you can do because it forces you into, a, like, a social situation where you have to, mm-hmm. you know, you have to put yourself out there and you have to you have to find mates and, and, and do things like that. You're, like, you're out of your comfort zone. Um, yeah. And I think 100%. it was such a good thing for both of us to do, definitely. Definitely. And I think one of the, like, the best thing, one of the best nights I had in Japan was, so I met loads of different people in Japan, but one of the best nights I had was, oddly enough, I met a bunch of Irish girls. Was that the shoe night? Yeah. yeah. And I, I drank a pint from a shoe, uh, <laughs> someone, some guy's shoe. Yeah. Um, I met the five Irish girls who I've met since. Oh, back here? Yeah. Oh my God, that's so, um, see, that's so cool. And it was just like such a random, like, I was like, look at yeah. me, just meeting these girls from Dublin. In Japan. In, Japan. <laughs> in Tokyo, literally. And going on like a rager. Being a big mad bastard. Um, <laughs> and then you and I, like, to be fair, I say I solo travelled to half the trip and then I solo, and then us two were basically, although there was a lot of days where I would have went and done my own thing in Australia. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, but... And we both and we both like made friends. Like remember remember the three girls we made friends with who were laugh. Oh my god, gay. Yeah, they were such laughs. So we went this was in we went up to the Wet Sundays in Australia. Where if you're thinking of going to Australia, doing the East Coast, the Wet Sundays is like a must. Oh, like it was inc- If you don't yeah. like honestly. It was amazing. Because everyone does like Fraser Island. Yeah. And we did Fraser Island, but Wet Sundays were like Yeah, it was so good. Because it was like tropical yeah, and, just, and it was like, gorgeous. Oh. And how like blue, how blue the water, the water was. The was. Amazing. Oh, <laughs> chef's kiss. Um, <laughs> we actually have, we have a funny story from that. So, <laughs> so this is the thing about solo traveling and or even traveling in small groups is like sometimes you're a bit skint. Yeah, and this was so this was towards the end of my time. So I came in January. Joseph came in, in May, May, the start of May. So I was like. And I'd, I'd left my job to, like, go with Joseph to go up the East Coast. And I was, like, running low on funds, like, really bad. Because um, I basically spent all my money to, like, do this East Coast travel and done all things. So we were really... I was low on, like, the kind of food and drink yeah. front was, like, you know, skin on my teeth kind of thing. 
So so we booked this we booked this boat trip to go to the Whitsunday Islands on and it was like a two day, three day maybe. Yeah, I think it was three days. Three day, two mm-hmm. nights, three days, two nights. Yeah. And it was a party boat. Party boat. The clipper. Oh, it was called the clipper. Do you remember every single morning on it they woke us up with uh, like with the <laughs> Shut up, shut up. <laughs> so I would have been lying there fast asleep and you know me I'm not like a I'm not someone to be spoken to like yeah, within like an hour of yeah. being like, of waking up whereas I'm like hiya whereas, so I'll, I was like waking up and it was um to the window to the walls <laughs> to the sweat rooms down my bones but it was like a guitar version. Yeah, like an acoustic version. And it was like version. blasting over like the... Oh, yeah. not, it's not the tannoys. It's like the intercom system yeah. or something. Of the, the, and all, every single one of the cabins. Every single... And we were literally like... I, I remember waking up one day and I was like, I want to die. And we were in a room with one other guy. It was us two and one other guy. And when I say a room, like... It was like... It was probably the size of this bed we're lying on right now. It, like... <laughs> like like if even it was I like my bed three but... beds like stacked on top of each other and that music waking us up oh my god we all had to get up at the same time it was so early <laughs> it was so early and it For was like... that so i actually forgot about that until <laughs> until now <laughs> um, so <laughs> so funds were running low yeah and one thing about this boat that i like just didn't think about <laughs> And Rachel went here, like, I don't want to buy booze for the boat. You had to bring your own alcohol on the boat. And, but for me, I was like, I could just buy booze on the boat. Why do I have to go? <laughs> On this boat, like, in the middle of the sea. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to be able to a little boozy on the boat. So me and Rachel decided. Like, but, like, both of us, like, both of us being the two people we are, that we, like, love to go a bit mad, both of us seriously looked at each other and went, you know what? We don't need alcohol. <laughs> we don't need to drink <laughs> Which was, like, boat. the biggest lie we've ever told ourselves. We were like, oh, we don't need it. It's fine. We'll so, just go and, like, hang out. And yeah, then we were we'll like, go, yeah. We'll go have a party. We don't need alcohol. That's the time. <laughs> but it was like, so we got on this boat. And then immediately they were like, right, everyone. Like, and people brought on, like, yeah. Ikea bags full of drink. Yeah. Like it was like, like it was like nuts. the most thing they brought. Yeah. It was like everyone bought the boxed wine, the goon. The goon, yeah. The, like 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 big four liter sacks of of wine and then like there was loads of um summer's bee. Oh hot. I love it. And I love a summer's bee. <laughs> there was like loads of wee tins of summer's bee and like lo- just basically loads of stuff. And basically they were all like, right, everyone there's one cooler, put everyone put your drinks yeah, in the cooler. Yeah, because it was some sort of like there was one cooler, but it was also like you're not allowed alcohol in your rooms. Like, yeah, it was only like it was like a health between, and safety yeah. or whatever on a boat, and so everyone was like, "All right then." So it was like this communal cooler. <laughs> I feel like you can, I feel like you can see where this is going. <laughs> so, uh, and so as the night went on, we didn't. Do you know people really drink on the first night? Oh, it's all like merged into one. I can't even. I, I can't think, remember. I think, I it think was everyone like was a little bit. And, it was the second and third night. Oh, this, when, the, the first night was about, like, I think people were having a couple of wee indie drinks. Yeah. But everyone was still like, oh, hello, who are you? Because uh, how many people were on this boat? Maybe, like, 30, 40 people? Yeah. So, like, obviously people we hadn't met before. And they were all our age. Like, it was all good crack, but it was just kind of like, you know, when you first <laughs> yeah, meet like, people, you're like, like hey. oh, awkward. Yeah. Although there was one really awkward moment when they were, like, orienteering. And they were like, any Irish people? And I literally was like, Yeah! <laughs> Like, thinking was like, Rachel was going to say something. And, and then, he just went, 
<laughs> suddenly silence and I went yeah because <laughs> we were the only two Irish people on that bloody boat and I've never said yeah in my life it was like that thing when the guy throws the basketball to me boy and he's like yeah, yeah. and everyone like turned at me and then I was like hi <laughs> um so right, yeah. But then no one mentioned it again. <laughs> I know. Again, I've only remembered that though you mentioned it. <laughs> it was top five most embarrassing thing that's ever happened in my life. So that's what I keeps me up at night. But anyways, so this communal cooler, the second night, and I yeah. just went, me and Mitchell together, and everyone was like grabbing us a drink. And we actually didn't. We were very good. We were about it, we were like, no, we'll not have a drink. Yeah. And, and then, then... I, I think it just got to a point where people were getting away with booze, and then I, I think we turned to each other. And, and we were like, no one will know. If I, we, if yeah, we, like, I actually think I remember being like come here and you were like well and I was like go over and take two tens of like whatever Yeah. and then we did and then I went I have an idea and then she was like what go tell me tell me tell me and I was like what if we just grab and then like what if we sort of sneakily say to like some of the people we've made friends with they're like here like loads of people have like stole our drinks so we're actually just gonna take like yeah. whatever so we pretended <laughs> we pretended the people have stolen our drink and then and then people we were taking other people's drink and then people were gradually like oh my god someone's been stealing our drink as well <laughs> someone's stolen it's our drink <laughs> and it was just us and then these people were like someone stole your drink let me give you some of mine <laughs> and we like we joanne the scammered them <laughs> we really and did. if any of these people are listening i'm so sorry <laughs> i kind of hope they are they'll be like oh yeah <laughs> But then... Okay, so, so it was the last night. And so that being said, yeah. we, the, the only thing we've bought on this trip so far is the ticket price. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of the actual, like... <laughs> no booze was bought. And then we found out there was a competition. Yeah, there, there was. was. a competition. This was kind of made for us. For the king and queen of the Clipper. It was yeah. like a couples thing. And yeah. we were like, we are a couple. <laughs> we're uh, doing it. And there was like a series of challenges. So... Uh, but let me tell you about the stakes were first. Okay. The stakes were like <laughs> King and Quinn and the Clipper bragging rights and we got you got a three hundred dollar bar top. Yeah. <laughs> on the, so there was every time when the bill comes home from the trip There's like a club. There's a big massive party with mm-hmm. everyone to go to and the winners of this thing gets a three hundred dollar bar top. Yeah. So me and Rachel looked at each other in the eyes and we were like we need to win this. This is our moment. <laughs> like, that's like... our booze for the next <laughs> night. So we literally got all, like I don't know what it was all sorts of random challenges. We had to like like make letters with our bodies together and we had to like do different things and then the last the last challenge was a dance off. And I like see this dance off, me and her have never been more like in sync. Like about <laughs> like a, about like we had the same mind. And we have like a wee bit of a routine that we might bust out every now and then. <laughs> but like we like hammed it up, like yeah. we, the crowd was going nuts. And there's this video and I can see it in my mind now and there's like strobe flashing lights. Oh my god, it was and like... we're in these ridiculous costumes. It was our most main character moment yeah, that like I've ever experienced. And it was... And we won. Uh, and after all that, after stealing the booze, <laughs> we won the so booze. We stole the whole booze the whole time. And then people were obviously like, you guys are so fun, let me give you more drink. And we were like, <laughs> we wow, were like, wow so- someone stole ours, so thank you. <laughs> so we ended up very, very drunk yeah. for three nights in a row for... Zero, zero pounds zero, zero pounds. pence yeah it was it was great and this is the trick of the trade welcome to the scammers podcast i know i know <laughs> and that wasn't that wasn't the only scamming that went down when i was away trust me yeah that's that's how it is it's you it's... have to we all die you either kill or be killed <laughs> what you gonna do uh i mean in terms of traveling 
did you ever like oh would you and not only traveling but would you maybe want like is northern ireland where you want to end up living or have you see when you're sure you were like i want to live here for the rest of my life so really like like the like first week i was there i was like okay i can like i love this lifestyle i can see myself really enjoying living here yeah and i can see myself like yeah i could definitely see myself living in sydney um obviously there's a lot of different factors that go into it like it's a very expensive place to live um Mm -hmm. price of housing is really expensive obviously it's so so it's it's almost like the furthest away you can get like i did quite literally like the opposite end of the planet and like if something goes wrong at home like it takes 24 hours to get home it's like upwards on a grand to get home Um, and it would be about two grand to get home if you needed to get home like asap rocky so like it is a big commitment to go so as much i'm actually planning to do a placement there this year obviously all covid you know pending pending um to see you know if that's you know if that is a place that really suits me and i really want to live because that will be more that will be more conducive and yeah it'll be a work placement scenario would be more conducive to like what we did realizing that you think Because you were working in a bar, that those are pretty uns like you were being sociable. Those are unsociable working hours, like. Oh yeah, and so like I mean, you and like the work, like the work I was doing, it was like fun, and I was working with my mates, and we all went out before, we all went out after, like yeah. it was, it was that was it was very much like a fun sociable time. Whereas if I'm going now, it would definitely be more, like more like a real life kind of scenario. Yeah, because like, and that's what like you loved it there, but it was like. I think I remember coming. It was like a holiday. Like, can you leave? Like I was like, yeah, I was like, this is a holiday for you. Like, yeah, yeah. Is this exactly. like a lifestyle? Yeah, that I want. So it is. It is something you know, something that I did realize. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, yeah, I can't see myself living there. However, all depends on who you end up with, doesn't it? Really, it really does. Mm-hmm. Um, but and that's one thing I've never been to. So although that being said, when I went to Australia, I was like, oh, this is really nice. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't fussed on it whenever I was there. I remember I, telling you, I was like, yeah, you were I was like, like, this is brilliant, but I but didn't like, think I'm in like... I honestly feel like some people come and they're like, oh, it's either, oh, it's not all typed up to be, or, oh my God, I could live here. Like, everyone I've spoken to has either been, oh, it was okay, or, oh my God, I want, I want to live there. I, yeah, I, I, but I was, I was very much like, I think I'm in the middle of that. Right, okay. I wasn't let down at all, because I was like, oh my God, sick. But mm-hmm. like, I just, because see, to be honest, I, had to, I went to Australia to meet CU. Yeah. But I was also like, like, I had never, ever thought about Australia. I'd literally been thinking about it from I was like 14, 15. Yeah, I was, so like, that was like, I want to go there. So that was like a thing but for me. But here's the thing, ever since I came back, whenever it was like May 2019, mm-hmm. I've done to go back. See, and I feel like, like, not that you didn't do it properly. I didn't live there. I was there yeah, for a few weeks. You, like, yeah, but there was like, there was so much more for us to do. Yeah, definitely. For the sure. food there for... Yeah. yeah it was so it's it was so like good. you want to eat anything at any time of the day it's open and it's and australia has like a good like worldly cuisine like their japanese yeah. food is on like that's where my love for japanese food came from the, the street japanese sushi food. yeah oh. it's on like it's got unreal food um but yeah it's like one of my favorite i'm literally staring at it on your map right now being like take me back um and in terms like because I sometimes feel about that way about America, but then I'm sometimes like, oh my God, am I literally going to get shot? Killed. Well, that's, that's what I mean. Like, for me being a teacher, like, I would never want to, like, oh, te- teach in America. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, and I just, it's just, I don't know. Everything you see in the news now, it's just, it just seems like a dangerous place or something. I don't know. 
I don't know. Obviously, that could all change. But that being said, I think people, like, you can't live like that, you know? You can't go, yeah. can't go there because... Yeah, exactly. I'm scared. I, the only thing I'd be like, don't go teach in America, unless it was, like, private school or something. But they, like, give you a gun as a teacher. Isn't that mad? Do they? Yeah. Apparently so. Um... That's fucking nuts. I know, it's not. <laughs> Teachers carry. <laughs> Too scared. Imagine me. Literally, like, you didn't do your homework. <laughs> I would have got, like, shot the fuck up in school. <laughs> yeah. I, my ass would have been First lit year, up. you'd have been dead. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> we actually, I remember talking about it with you, like, imagine, like, you know the way in the olden days, the, like, hit kids? Can I, you imagine? My ass would have been <laughs> We would have been, like, black and blue, walking around school, like, <laughs> bleeding. Although, did they have, like, homework in the old days, or was it just, like, misbehaving? Because I didn't really misbehave. I did. You misbehaved. I was bad. Like, my detentions were like, you were late, get a detention. And I literally was like, no, I wasn't. Like, <laughs> you haven't been in school, like, any morning like, for the past three weeks. And I was like, oh, what? Oh. <laughs> right. But I used to be like, I remember she was like, you're missing assembly and it's important notices. And I was like, girl, was some bitch playing the clarinet followed by, like, <laughs> what the Christmas play is going to be? No, thanks. <laughs> the Christmas play. I was like, I don't think I've missed anything of a real value. <laughs> no. You didn't. Uh, <laughs> I can testify you didn't. I promise you didn't. Uh, girl, don't imagine going. Girl, you can't believe what you missed in assembly today. <laughs> Me filling you in. Uh, and in terms of like, it's really weird that like, I don't know if it's like a testament to our personalities maybe, but like, I think especially while traveling, like, it was weird how like not lonely it felt. Yeah, I, I actually didn't feel lonely like ever ever like i remember when i first started my job i remember it was difficult because i as pretext i bloody loved my job i worked at the newtown hotel in newtown in sydney and it was so great like i loved it but it took me maybe two weeks it like took me a while to settle in just because like they and two were, weeks pretty long like and, a- and it felt long like, and they were all already friends so i was basically like imposing myself on mm-hmm. an on like um an already formed friend group yeah and i was just so lucky that they were so like like they just welcomed me in and that's what i found about australians that they're so much more chilled out about like than like brits and like irish people uh, less so irish people but i find like you know i go to uni in england so and like in Australians would just be like, oh yeah, yeah, come out with us, yeah, like, he's going, his cousin's going, and her ma's going to be there, and the dog's going to be there, but fine, come, you'll have a good time. Whereas, like, here, it's more like, oh, like, you're not really friends with them, so I don't really, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's, I feel it's less, It's less welcoming and more, yeah. but the, the Australians are just so chilled out, and I was just invited to everything, and then that's how I kind of, that's how I, like, became close friends with everyone. I still keep in close co- contact with loads of them, and... Um, one of my friends, good friends, Scout, actually came and visited yeah, here. She came here. Um, which was really really nice for her to see where I lived and stuff. Um, and yeah, they just like, like once I was with them, they were like my wee Australian family. Oh, and it was it was so nice. And like, do you th- <laughs> has it affected? Like, I actually haven't. I've been traveling with. I've only been on. Only been on one trip. That sounded really sad. But I I've been to Turkey since, and that was my first trip. I went to Turkey back in summer. I managed to get away, like, in the mm-hmm. middle of lockdowns. And I went for, like, a week. And it was just fucking bliss. But I went with family, and it was, like... It was just weird again, or something. Because well, the last experience I had was travelling, yeah. getting on so many different planes, being by myself. And what the question I want to pose is, like... 
I don't like you and I have been traveling to Greece together as well. Yeah. Which is also so was, I can't believe I haven't brought I've, I've waited this long to bring yeah. this up. You and I have traveled like the world together. Yeah, we actually have been to quite, like, quite uh, a lot of places. But what I think is like I don't think I can ever travel in a big group again. Is what I'm trying to say. Well, so we did Greece, and that was how long? Two weeks? Ten days? Just under 13 days or something. And there were 10 of us. Yep. And I actually think it went, for 10 people, it was well organised, and it went quite well. Yeah. I think, because personally, I went interrailing with four other people. Yeah. And it was longer, it was for six weeks, so that was after I came home from Australia. I went interrailing for six weeks, and there was like... I don't know, I think the longer you go for, the more problems you begin to kind of have to face and overcome yeah, when like... you're traveling with people. Like, it really is all about compromise. Like, it re- like you have, to, you have to understand that sometimes people don't want to do what you want to do and you don't want to do what some people want to do and you just have to accept that. But no, I understand. I know this mentality of, like, especially, I think in our group, like, no one ever went by themselves and did something. Yeah, and I think it was, it was like, fear of that. Yeah, but I was like, but even you and I were literally like, I was like, what do you want to do? And you would have been like, I think I just want to chill and like go see a couple of mates or something. And I would have went, oh, well, I want to go into town to see you. Yeah, and then we would and then we would have done <laughs> and then, that. like, see you in a bit. Bye. Yeah, but then we would have like met back up. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think. Like, oh, you're going out tonight? I'm not. Okay. Yeah, bye. yeah, exactly. And like, whilst you, like, vice, like, you always would have been invited with me and vice versa. Yeah. It was just make your own decision and don't take it personally if they don't want to do it. Because when you time. spend that when you spend that long with someone, like I think me me I think me and you are actually good in long doses. Oh yeah, because we're very like, I think it's just it's the laid backness. I think because and we can like if we need like a minute we can like I remember once I'm not afraid to go like would I, you fuck off for yeah. a minute like I need space. When was it? I Which think I think is important. In, and it was in early beach. I think there was one time when I just like sat and lay in a hammock for a while and you were in the room and it was like maybe an hour, an hour and a half, two hours, and we were just like. Oh, yeah, you were like, do you want to come with me? I was like, no. No. Yeah, and we were, I was like, okay. Like, I think <laughs> having that mutual understanding of, like, that, that like, alone time is important and doing what you want to do is important because mm-hmm. people end up resenting you if you start to try and control like, well, their Well, I can't go because you don't want to go because yeah. I don't want to go by myself. No. Like, like, like just, just like... do your own thing and that's how you end up having the best time because, you know, if you're on a trip with someone who's your best mate, more, more often than not, you're going to want to do the same thing. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. But although people, a lot of people will go traveling together and then be like, I'm not friends with them anymore. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> yes. Which I've heard about. But like, <laughs> thankfully it didn't happen to us. But Yeah. And it didn't happen to basically everyone I went with. <laughs> <laughs> basically. Uh, well, I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and we're back with the second part of Here Be's Me, You Coming Out. So, so. I'm gay. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I never knew. <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm a wee bit indier than that. Yeah, you're a wee bit different. What are you? What What are you? <laughs> no, I'm just bi. What are you? Bye. Bye now, gay later, or just bye? Uh, just bye, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Your favourite joke? Ha ha ha, only joking. Only just because I love wee girls. Yeah, but, but we, you didn't know always? 
No, I didn't always know. Like I pretty much like upon reflection after I really after I came to the conclusion that I was gay, I was pretty much like oh, and it's always been guys that I've been attracted to. Yeah, it was. It was definitely. I think for you, it was definitely more of a coming out thing, wasn't it? Like, oh, for sure. But it was yeah. like. <laughs> Oops! It was like whoa. Whereas that was something like my whole life that I was like, oh my god, fuck! Like, mm-hmm. is this gonna happen? Like, and what it was the hell? like, and it, there was certainly sh- peaks and troughs of like struggling with it and ignoring it. Mm-hmm. But with you, you quite literally like were twenty years old and like yeah, just so happened like you'd never been attracted to it. like like people always ask me. So basically, I f- f- only like I'd always. Fancy guys, like, seeing guys, had boyfriends. Long-term relationships like, to guys. Yeah, like, lo- long-term relationships guys. And it was, like... And people always say to me, like, how did you not know? Like, because I think a lot of queer people have always kind of known. And a lot of people say to me, how did you not know? And I actually think it was just a case that I didn't... I, I didn't even think of it as an option. I you just kind of... You get it almost. Was like, like, I knew I knew that I was attracted to guys so I just kind of assimilated and was like okay this is this is the norm this is what people yeah. are attracted to and girls weren't even an option in my brain it was so like, I, I never even thought I never even thought of them like that and didn't need to mm-hmm. because I was attracted to guys and I always had a boyfriend and yeah I didn't I, it was just a case that I didn't need to honestly. and you it's also as simple as that. you also would have like not known any gay people really no like so our school was like- very our school was straight. Yeah, like, it was very straight and there wasn't, like... There was gay people there, but it was, like, more, like... Very, very few. Very few very odd few. people, like... Yeah. Like, everyone kind of basically came out, like, after school, didn't they? Yeah, or at the, or towards I, the end. And I, don't, I don't think that's, like... To me, I was, like... It wasn't... I don't think it was school. It probably was school that held me back. And it but was, I don't think it was, like... I don't. I, I think it was just, like... It didn't. It took like not having the distraction of school, maybe. Yeah, and to like to be like the fear oh, of fuck, judgment. Need... Yeah, sh- I'm sure that was definitely there was a fear of otherness. Definitely that like, mm-hmm. I remember being like, certainly you know guys would have been conversations with girls, and it just like, it wasn't your. It just like didn't feel right. Yeah, like it was like what. And for for, two people like us, right? Who, you know, overall weren't really worried about fitting in and weren't really worried about like we you know did our we, yeah, we, we did a, our own thing and we, we would have made fools of ourselves yeah like, anyway got up and like sang and danced in front of people so we like, weren't afraid to be out there and weird and a bit different but i think the fact that like like even well you felt like that you weren't comfortable enough to come out in that environment where you were so okay with being the rest of yourself i think mm-hmm. actually says a lot for how hard it is to come out Oh, yeah, definitely. It was, like... And, no, like, people, like... No one was ever innately homophobic around me. Like, people no. would have said, like, ignorance shit. hmm But I don't think anyone's ever been, like... Actually, bar one, but he didn't go to our school. Yeah. Or someone that said like, something that was pretty fucking awful, to be yeah. honest. And that... Uh, that before, you don't forget that kind of stuff. Yeah, you don't. And But I think that's the problem with it. It's sort of, like... With issues like this, like, you remember every single time one of your friends was like, that's so fucking gay. And it pushes you further back. And you just, you don't, the... you don't realise at the time, you sort of make note of it. And it's just like, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you're going to be like, I actually remember that, that time you offhandedly went, ew, at a gay couple kissing on TV. Yeah. In 2011. And like, and do it you know is, what I mean? it's, like, it's, 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 it's uh, like, it's all innocent. Like, it is all innocent. But I think the fact that 
we excuse it in younger kids says a lot more kind of systemically about how the grown-ups how it's viewed here and i think especially here people always say to me like you know how have you found it at home and here is the place where it's been the hardest i think and Mm. i don't know if it's because it's if it's because like we grew up here but i think there definitely is an attitude in i don't want to speak for ireland as a whole but i think there is it there is a kind of attitude towards it in northern ireland yeah not necessarily really really negative but just, just a certain i don't i don't think people understand definitely when people go um i don't care which are it's like yeah, that's, you don't but you also clearly do there's yeah no, like there's something i don't think people hear because this is what i will say i think and I, I you and i have spoken about this whenever you go over to England and it's it's sort of like the the charms and perks of being from here mm-hmm. is saying I think everyone here takes the piss out of each other yeah and it's just inherent in the culture like it's just like mm-hmm. everyone here is really kind to each other but like sort of when you need to be like everyone will yeah. rip the whole idea and be a bit rude and be a bit cheeky and like we've kind of been brought up with that and that's what we do to each other yeah but, but it's almost there, there's a line that you don't really cross there's certain, yeah, I think sometimes whenever, if someone was like, that's so fucking gay, they need to understand where that's coming from and, mm-hmm. like, where that, do you know, how harmful that can be. And terms- I still, like, I still hear we lads say, and, like, they're, they're, what, 16, 17, and now that I do, like, now that I, I am bisexual and I am part of, like, the LGBT, the LGBTQ plus community, someone saying that in, in a negative way... It, like, it, 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 it's almost like oh that was an that was like an unnecessary attack on my identity <laughs> like yeah, you know what it, I mean like that's so... so gay so and it's it's a saying that was is said here all the time I know it's so weird when you think about it and even it actually even after I came out I would have said oh my god I don't mean to be so gay here but it was gay like being soppy and mm. like emotional and like, like yeah oh, why is that so why, why, why is that why does that come under it but yeah exactly yeah. it's just oh my god you're being so gay like crying <laughs> like, and it was all, it was it's just always been used negatively yeah, so here just, there is definitely a i don't know i think it's like a it's an definitely an uncomfortableness with it yeah and one thing i will say there was and there's certain there's just, there's so many i think a lot of people mean well in a lot of certain circumstances mm-hmm. but it just doesn't come across like i remember and like Mum closures. But one time I was in I was on a date with someone and I was kissing them and someone came over right. and was like Oh, it's so good to see two guys kissing. Or something That's but like... it was so like and I remember being like I was quite drunk and I was like, Okay. And then he was just <laughs> chatting shit for the rest. and he was just a drunk melter. But it was so like I was like, I know that in his head he was like... That was a good thing for him to say. But it was just so like, fuck off. I don't know you. Yeah, yeah. Like, How pandering can you be? Yeah. It was like, ugh. Yeah, and it is like, there is a... There is definitely... I think I think a, a lot of people like say about our generation, like, oh, you can't say anything these days, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But there is a definite... There is a definite like midpoint between <laughs> being unaccepting and being condescending. Like there is yeah. very much a midpoint there. For I think sure. people just don't, like, experience it enough to understand mm-hmm. just how, like... Normal it is. Yeah, do you know, it's, like, it's, it is it is really... I think that's what people 
queer queer people and trans people really try and drive home it's like literally we're like, no different it, no it's literally it's, we quite literally have the same life yeah so it's like i don't think they understand that people might have different like there are different factors to consider mm-hmm. when like talking to someone or like how someone might live their life but ultimately like if you turn around to someone and you go like good for you yeah it's so like you don't go good for you for like for like being straight getting married and having a baby <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> but, but it's just so like i know what, what you mean i know what you mean <laughs> I was, but it's it's always well meant but it yeah. just doesn't come across it's but, hard to explain but mm-hmm. i yeah I um, but one of the big things for you i don't know if this happened with you but after i came out about six months later like, the coming out experience was so smooth. I actually, like, I was gay. Like, I pretty much, like, explored my sexuality when I was traveling. Mm-hmm. And then I came back and was like, yep, gonna tell everyone now. Yeah. But because I think it was such a, like, long time of not accepting it and, like, ignoring it and, like, sort of, like, suppressing it, mm-hmm. that whenever I did come out and everyone was like, okay, sick, like, yeah, love that for you. Um... And everyone was, like, just, it was almost, like, it went a little too well. Yeah. Which is so good, though. I know, it was amazing. Like, that's such a good thing. That like you a, had a really, really good experience with it. But six months later, it wasn't until then. I, like, six months later, I just, like, one day, I just, like, had a mental breakdown. Yeah, about what, like? It was, I think it was, like, almost, like... You know, like, when a baby falls... And then it's, like, the shock of it. And then they, like, look around and, like, yeah. everyone goes, oh. And then there's that moment and it's, like... And they're, like, ah. I think it was, <laughs> like it was quite like that where it was, like, yeah. I think it was just a delayed response yeah. to, like, the relief or something. Of Yeah, because you were carrying that for a long time. And you didn't, e- you, and you didn't even you didn't even understand it yourself. And then when you did mm. understand it, you know, you, were, you, you felt as though you had to keep it to yourself. And, you know, it is... Uh-huh. And then I think it was just, like the offloading of it but it was like when you haven't dealt with like yeah the other sort of impacts that it might have on you where oh, you're like yeah. oh my god that like wrecked my self-esteem a bit yeah. do you know when you're like oh, but like, then you was... re- realizing that was such a healing process for you like that was yeah it was so so good for you uh, yeah it was important that that all happened i guess mm-hmm. but it was just <laughs> i was like i wish this happened when i was telling everyone other than like yeah yeah then it like so many months later because <laughs> it was literally like out of nowhere and then i was like <laughs> I hate myself. And then I was like, I don't, but I like, I do, <laughs> I do. But you don't not. No, oh, yeah, I was like, I did, but I. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was almost like, like mourning for your past self. Oh, certainly, and I was definitely. I I remember being like, oh my god, and life, life hadn't changed, but life was so different because it was like. Oh no! It definitely like, like it definitely is. It like, for like for me, it was a bit different for me. So when I realized, like. So, when I realised, I actually didn't have the reception I thought I was going to get. Sure. Which was difficult at the time. And it wasn't overly negative. Uh-huh. But it wasn't overly positive either. And I struggled with that a bit because I think more than anything, people were just shocked. Oh, for sure. And this is... I'm a, I was with you at the time. Mm-hmm. It actually sort of happened accidentally. Yeah. Whenever you were traveling, when we, we were traveling, you were talking with, like, important people back home. Yeah. And it was like blah blah blah, and then it just sort of like, you had it to. Had, it had to. It had to be said. It just had to come out like one yeah. way or another, and, I think. 
because it wasn't I think I remember like I had you had come you technically came out before me well but yeah it was like a, a few weeks after because I didn't come home until my parents and stuff until yeah, after I came out yeah. so you come out and I remember being yeah. like I think I was in preparation for myself I had sort of not I, I, I didn't truly believe that my like my parents and like my whole family would hate me yeah but I think in my head I was like I'm prepared for the possibility. And well, you, of course, because you hear the horror stories. Yeah, you do. And, and it was there's just so many of them. And my parents were never like outwardly homophobic. Like I have gay family members. Yeah. And it was just, but it was just so like I was like, what if they turn around and they just go like, we can't accept this. Yeah. And then I was like, well, like tough tit, like. Yeah, I'm sorry, I, was, I can't change it. Yeah, whereas I was like, and I think in my head I was sort of thinking like, to be honest, if anyone is shocked, that's them, not knowing me. Yeah. Because. It's different with you because it's half of who you are almost. Yeah, it was, it was rather than like a whole change of me, it was just like a, a development. Part. It was like a new part. It was like, oh, like. So like, like. Plot twist. Whereas, yeah. do you know, and I think, and I remember telling you, it was like, listen, like you've had, you, you like literally discovered and then sort of got into the relationship within like three months. So I, the, I, I basically like. You getting into a relationship I, with the person was yeah. the, you discovering that you like girls. Yeah. So I was like, I got a girlfriend and was like, oh, I like girls now. Like, I started to fancy this girl and was like, like, I'm falling in love with her and was like, yeah, like, I like girls now. It wasn't a case of, like, me thinking and seeing girls in the street and being like, hmm, yes. Like, yeah. like for a while, remember for a while, I was like, no, she's the only girl I'm attracted to. I'm not attracted yeah. to any other girls. Like, I had that in my head for a while because um, I was so in love with her and I was like, gosh, like, like I, yeah, I thought I, so I basically came out and said I had a girlfriend at the same time, yeah, so was which like, was quite a lot no. over the phone from Australia to home. Like it was, it was looking back, yeah. it was a lot to like offload. Yeah. And that, and that, but that was a big knife for you because I remember being like, I was like, listen, like, first of all, like it does sound like the most cliche. Like It does. It, like, when I tell everyone, yeah, it is. That anyone's on second of all, I was like. Think about it. It's like they've had four, five seconds to process this. Exactly. You've had three months. Like still, three months is not long enough. But yeah. like, I was like, like, don't. I was like, don't be sad that that was. The, well, the first. I'll the just explain it. Like the want. first reaction I had was a kind of, okay, but let's maybe not tell loads of people about this. Yeah. And then I took that as. I'm ashamed of this. Yes, like I'm I'm ashamed of you and I'm ashamed of this. Whilst no one no one ever said that to me. And no I know no one ever felt that way. But at the time I was like, you know, all I wanted to do was kind of tell people and tell mm-hmm. my close relatives because it was I was excited that it was a new part of me I discovered. Yeah. And then suddenly when when people were like, No, like, no, I think we should keep this under wraps for a while, I was like scared to come home and kind of scared. And, and scared to tell people and it wasn't a secret I wanted to keep yeah. I didn't want it to be a secret and it did end up being a secret I took me it took me a whole year to fully come out to everyone yeah, it so it was like quite a long process but I think like but you yourself you almost you had a like you had an attitude I don't even uh, it probably was a case of like acceptance but it was like you yourself you almost were like I don't really want people knowing my business yeah. And making judgments because because it was a certain, like, if you could help it almost. Yeah. Like, like if they find that. out, they find out. But I didn't want to do a whole, like, you know, hey, everyone, this is me now, just yeah. saying. Because like, you didn't even know yourself. So it yeah. was like. 
I was all I was still in the process of figuring it out and like I think with like with a lot of like people you know who aren't like everyone I told that was our age literally was just so happy for me you know not even that shocked just Mm. like so excited for me and then obviously it's people of the older generation who find it a bit more difficult to process and a bit more difficult to tackle especially when they've known me from such a young age like they've they've known me all my life and you know it's 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 just no and it's and it's a new thing and uh, they you know people from here older people from here haven't experienced a lot of yeah like lgbt people in their lives and they haven't seen that and it's it's really only becoming I feel as though it's really only becoming a huge thing in the media now. It's only becoming more seen now and more represented now. Um, sure. And it is it is hard for people of the generation above us to understand. Like my friend, shout out to Jack McNeil for this amazing analogy. He said, like, trying to, you know, get people of the older generation to understand LGBT and things like that the way we do is like handing them a mobile phone and saying okay go ahead work that do it yourself yeah and they just look at it and they go oh no I can't be bothered with that I don't know how to turn it on and they just throw it away so I think there's a certain level of like you you just need to you need to explain it like gay queer people have Mm -hmm. been around for so many years that it's almost like I know how have you not got this I I can be compassionate about someone who's like do you know like there's a difference between ignorance and like hate and it's almost like I I don't understand how you could possibly like be unacceptable of something Mm -hmm. that's been around for this long like this isn't a fucking and doesn't directly affect you and like there's this argument like everyone's gay these days like no people are only feeling fucking comfortable to come out these days yeah exactly Exactly. and it's so weird because that this experience will be like there'll be so many like I you and I were talking about how many uh, people have sort of like come out since like school yeah and I think the number... Of, how many people is that? Are you like 200 or something? Yeah, probably around that. 200. I think we could count like 15 people. 200 and more... Upwards than 200, actually. Sorry. I'm was just... it closer to 300? I don't know. Maybe 250, 60. Yeah. But it was like... I think at the minute we can like... From what we remember, there's like 15 people. Yeah. Who are queer in some sense. Mm-hmm. And... But like... Is that it? Like... Are there people that are just like, not understanding it and like yeah or is that just quite literally like the like the statistic like or because there's could, there could be people in who went to school with us who won't come out until they're thirty years old forty years old. Well, it's the same as like your mom, Philip Schofield. Philip Schofield didn't come out until I think. Do you know? And and I look, you know what? You look at him and I think, did he always know, and could he just not come out? And how, but he had a family and everything. But then I think I you know I suppose yeah I know he must and he, he must he lo- he loves his wife and his daughters I know that, um, and he's really public about that. But I often think like I am so grateful to be born now, like to be growing up now and to be this age now, that I live in an age where I don't feel as though I have to hide myself. Mm-hmm. And there's enough people who are of the understanding that that this is something we should celebrate. Yeah. Rather than the other way around. Whilst we still have so much work to do. Yeah. I feel very lucky that I'm in a place now. And it took a long time. It took a long time to, you know, explain to people. And some people still don't get it. But 
you just have to, like, I know there's, you know, a few, like, many people that, like, love me and support me, and that's all I need, really. Yeah. And I think there was one thing, I remember just being so, like, it was before, but I remember being, like, so, like, if you are, like, I remember it was sort of, like, I, I had I'd understood that there was an attraction to, like, guys. Mm-hmm. But I thought I was attracted to girls. Like, it was just, like, there were certain, like, telling signs I thought I was. But isn't it funny that, like, you were almost, like, conditioned to be, to, like, to do that? It was, like, it has to be both or it can't be... It can't be, it can't be just one. It can't be him over there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it can't be just him. But I think that my... I used to be, like, why the fuck do I have to put a word to it? Yeah, it's this like, thing I have labels. to brand myself this. However, the, I think that very same thing that I cursed and was, like, I fucking hate that I will have to decide and, like, categorise myself yeah. is the very same thing. Like, I'm literally, like, I'm gay, bitch. I think I tell, like, I think I said every single fucking podcast episode. I think I said every, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like, I think there's so many Instagram posts where I'm, like, I'm gay, bitch. Do you know, like... Yeah, whilst it's, like, I hate labels, it's also, like, I'm quite proud of this. <laughs> no, it's very... It's, like, yeah. it, it's end up becoming something that I'm, like, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm I'm so happy that I... Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Do you know what I mean? So, it, it, that's a weird thing. That's... I think that's part... I don't know how you felt about it. Do you know where you're, like, I can't believe I have to, like, even call myself by, like... I, like, there's this idea that sexuality is on a spectrum. Do you know? Yeah. And that's what people... And I think it's more, like, are people going to be like, I'm a number four? Like, yeah, like... On a scale of one to five, how much do you like the opposite sex? But, like... <laughs> that, that's, like, a question people always ask me. Like, I get... I have, like... I could actually, like, make a list of, like, FAQs that I get asked, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like all the time about, about my sexuality. And one of them is, like, do you prefer girls or boys? And I can't, like... It I'll say one. It's 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 movable. It's interchangeable. Mm-hmm. It is definitely a spectrum for an individual. It depends mm-hmm. where you're at. You know, at a certain point, and the thing is, bisexuality is still quite. It's still very. I think new. bisexual. I think it's still new to me. I think people are. It's not only new to you, but I think people are less willing to accept bisexuality, including gay people. They just want one or the people. other. I think it's like it's just less easy to understand. I th- but I think it's very like uncreative, <laughs> do you know? Yeah, it's, it's just like, like oh, know, it's I can't like, be bothered to choose one, so I'll just do both. No, or even like you're greedy. <laughs> like, what has anyone ever been like you're greedy? Like, oh yeah, and I'm like yeah, I'm greedy. <laughs> Actually, greedy. I'm winning. <laughs> but I just I, I just don't understand that argument or like that thought process. I sometimes. Certainly because I myself might have convinced myself that I was bisexual. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell it. Like, I might have told you, actually. Yeah, you did tell me. I did tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, but even then, I didn't think I made sense of it. I was just, like, I think it was more so, like, sharing with you. I was like, yeah, sometimes I'm a bit of an attraction to guys. Yeah. And then you were like, oh, cool. okay. You, and then we, we, like, then we never said anything about it ever again. Well, because <laughs> you were, because we both were, of, I think, the mutual understanding that, you know, we weren't telling people. Yeah. I literally remember exactly where it was. We were in the bus station in Newcastle. Newcastle. <laughs> I remember. And then we just went and had a day and like didn't really talk about it for the rest of the day. We, just had like the a rest day. of our lives. Yeah, literally. And then <laughs> like what was it maybe a year later? It wasn't until Yeah, probably. It was a year later. It wasn't then until, you were like after. It, it was funny because I remember being in Japan and I was waiting to see you in person. I'd already told my friend Katie. Yeah. Hi Katie. I told Katie before hey, I went travelling. I was like, Katie, 
I'm fag. <laughs> I am gay. <laughs> and then she was like, oh my God, queen. I was like, nah. And she was like, well, you do like RuPaul's Drag Race. And I was like, yeah. And I, she was like, yeah. That's such a kiddie thing to she, say. No, to be well. fair, I, I was like, I told her, and she was like, oh my God, me. You know what? Like, Actually, can I just make one amazing point about our lovely best friend, Katie? That every time in school, so we were like a wee group of three, mm-hmm. and every time in school, bearing in mind me and Joseph are not queer, she got voted the most gay, like out of all of us. Oh my god, yeah, everyone was like, who's <laughs> most like, likely to be a lesbian? It was like, Kitty, who's like, gonna be gay? <laughs> Kitty, everyone was a like, Kitty. Because Kitty would love, Kitty's that wee straight girl who's like, I'm gonna flip with my girlfriend. Do <laughs> like, you know, um, but actually, girlfriends. she's the biggest queer the ally. ally. <laughs> she's literally like, hag city. <laughs> But, so I told her, and she was like, I was like, are you shocked? She was like, well, like, you do really love RuPaul's Drag Race. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. And then, but then I was, so I was in Japan, like, and then I was about to see you, like, a, in a week. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, ring, 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 hello, sh- Rachel. And we literally like, both came out to each other, yeah. And I literally, here, just before, I was like, oh yeah, so I'm coming over, seven o'clock in the morning, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And I was like, here before I, and then you were here, before you tell me what you have to say to me. I have something to tell you. <laughs> was like, we both what? simultaneously were like... And then, and then she was like, I buy and I have a girlfriend. And I was like, are you fucking serious? And you were like, what? And then I was like, I was about to tell you I was gay, bitch. And she was <laughs> like, ah! Stealing thunder. And we were like, woo! And then... It was actually so great. I was like, but I remember coming up from being like, arms folded, like, like fuck you, bitch. <laughs> like, I was like, this took me so many years to come to this conclusion. And you already have a girlfriend. <laughs> Yeah, it just all happened for me at once. I was like, and it, sorry, not sorry. It's funny because I remember, like, you're you're not the most, like, feminine. Oh, no. Th- much, I mean? much the opposite. And even after you've come out, you, like, you were, you had a pretty masculine style as a teen. I, my, you know what's funny? Everyone says to me, you've definitely, like, a phrase they always use is, come into your own. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, you've really, you know... Rachel's that girl who wore a pair of low-waist jeans, a flannel shirt. She still wears, girl, you need to start wearing high-waist jeans. (laughs) This is the 21st century. Um, Yeah, I was very much, I was like a baby baby gay who wasn't gay. You were that, you were the the tomboy. Yeah, definitely. What even is a tomboy, by the way? (laughs) I just was like a girl that had like, I, the first friend I had who was a girl, I was like 11. Yeah, like you're like just... I've always grew up with boys. Like was just always wanted to be one of the boys and do boys things. Mm-hmm. Like and so I was probably like the opposite, which is funny how we're close. Yeah, you know? like we were. Like I will literally. This is so banner banner of me. Excuse me, but I will literally be like to Joseph. Here, I need an outfit. Can you come and pick it for me? Oh yeah, I that's where I have where, no like, idea <laughs> about what to pick. Go. And he just goes, mm, mm, oops, 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 and dresses me up and goes, go. And I'm like, okay. Thanks. It's the body dysmorphia. It's not the game. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I've just thought about how clothes fit on a lot of people a lot all the time. But, um, it's a talent. But it is so, I think one thing I was also like, oh my God, I was like, I have to come out for the rest of my life. What do you mean? Like people, like if I get a new job, if I move anywhere, like it's just, but see, it I, has to come up. But like, I feel like, so when I, this is what I loved, when I, I went to Durham, like, so when I came home from Australia and had to kind of tell people that I already knew this new part of me, I was like, yeah, I like girls now. It was almost like every time I saw someone for the first time, I was like, yeah, and here's the thing, I have a girlfriend and had to do the whole thing again and again, which I didn't mind, I liked. But then when I went to Durham, it was almost like, 
it, no one knew me. So it wasn't mm-hmm. an addition. It was just who I was. And True. they've always known me like that. True. So it was like, there wasn't any of that. Yeah. So I think like it, it was, it was quite nice. Definitely. Not having anyone know you. So I think in that sense, it's just like people, people won't ask questions. They'll just. But I don't, it was, but for me, it's more like, do you know what I mean? I was like, I was, I think I got a bit annoyed. I was like, straight people don't have to go in and go, yeah. do you know what? Like straight is the default. So it's like, oh, yeah. do you have a girlfriend? It's like, yeah. No, no, because I like penis. <laughs> do you know, like it's. But do you ever think one day, that it might not be, like I would hope that one day, like maybe, people wouldn't, you know. I don't know. Expect. I, maybe, but I don't think the as much as this doesn't exist for me as it might people who are older because, I've never experienced like I understand, violence against gay people mm-hmm. is a thing. I've never experienced it though, no, but the, I think the fear is there. Oh, the fear! I think the fear will always. So a be lot there. of the time, do you know what I mean? I like. T- there's still certain things that I don't think I would feel comfortable with. Like I was, I said I was kissing someone. Someone came up like that was a very like drunken like. I didn't think anyone was about sort of thing. Yeah. Um. But but um, I would never. I don't think I'd feel comfortable if I was with someone like doing a lot of like holding hands like thing just out of fear of people like because people will just look well i've had like with girls like i've said this to you before like with so i think well no one faces more kind of adversity and hate than someone else but with girls i think there's it's worse there's the well it's not worse there's the added element of being sexualized yeah and, and i've had <laughs> the girls are sexualized on their own yeah so when two girls are together mind their own business being gay it's like like i've had like classic story i've told you this before of mm. me um and my girlfriend at the time mm-hmm. in this club um in australia and we were like in the smoking area just being girlfriends kissing mm-hmm. you know being in love and he comes up and he asks if he can, like, join in. And I'm just like, no one would ever ask a straight couple to do that. Like, why would you think that we'd be like, you know what, yeah? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on in, like, join. And just, like, people, like, when you're walking down the street, people do just, like, think it's funny to, like, shout at you. Like, I remember me and her were walking down the street once. This was in Dublin. And this guy, old guy, on crutches, started shouting at us. And I was like, I could just steal his crutches. Not even on crutches. <laughs> like, I was like, why does he think he can... Sh-? Like, not that I would, but you know what I mean? Like, he was like... It's just so... I was like, like I could so easy beat him up. <laughs> do you know what I mean? One of the top of, st- like, straight guys will watch lesbian porn. Yeah. So it is. Yeah. That's an L. Like, but I think this is the thing. Lesbian lesbian relationships aren't taken seriously. and Like, for, like, this yeah. sort of straight... Like, there's some straight, like, kind of homophobic person. Lesbian mm-hmm. relationships are taken seriously, and gay relationships are gross. Yeah, because a guy... I know, not a guy, but, like, a straight... The idea of two guys being together is gross, but two girls being together is hot. So, like... Hot, and, like, I oh, I could, the, I, could get in the, I could get in the middle of that. I could, you I know, could I could get involved. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? We don't actually need a penis. <laughs> we don't... Yeah. That's the whole point of being a lesbian. They don't want one. <laughs> yeah, true. Which is, like, what a lot of people fail to understand. I knew... Would you find it easy to... Or maybe, I don't know, like, how yours... Like, you know, I don't... I, like, I don't supercar, so that's why I haven't asked, but it's, like... Do you not? <laughs> really? I don't, I don't, like, you're about to tell me, bitch, and I don't care. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't mean it like that. I mean it in terms of, um, like, I don't mind. Cause it, it, do you find it easier? 
in with bisexuality, see, do you go from like girl to boy to girl to girl boy, or is it like girl girl, or is it like it? It honestly like depends. I literally just I will like like since coming out to be honest, like I've I've the majority has I've been, been girls. Yeah, I've really only been with girls, and I think. I think it's because... So on an attractive spectrum, mm-hmm. I would find people, guys and girls, like, attractive. Like, I don't think there's any kind of more or less attractive, if you know what I mean, between genders. But yeah. I find it easier to approach girls. And have, like, and have And kind of... Shut them up in like... essence. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, Whereas okay. with guys, I feel like because maybe I'm a bit more masculine and I do kind of I I do I would like, you know, kiss girls and stuff and I do fancy girls that I find it a bit harder to, to meet someone who isn't gonna be an asshole about it or something. Like... Yeah, or like because I'm not because there's like a lot of different kind of like queer girls and mm. I'm a more masculine one. Yeah. So I feel like I might emasculate a lot of guys. If that makes oh, sense. Okay. Do you well, know what I mean? it's like, you've been with more girls than I have. Or say, just like, or... yeah, or like, because I'm not, like I'm wearing jeans and a t-shirt and, you know, I've got like a bit of a deeper voice and I've got, do you know, do you know what I mean? Okay, I guess, I understand that. But I do, I do, I have, I haven't exclusively been with girls, but I've had be, been with girls since. But that doesn't mean that I wouldn't never ever be with a guy again. I think I just find it more difficult. I do. I definitely find it more difficult to, to have that. Cause I, I, in my head, like I can walk up to a girl and be like, Hey, how are you? Like blah, blah. But still I would wait for a guy to walk up to me. Isn't that really funny? I suppose it's just like, but that's like so binary. (laughs) So Uh, binary. But I think I like, I don't think it's unfair to think like that. Yeah. I wish I didn't though. But, I don't know, like, yeah, I get that. But I don't know, I just think it's, like, I think there's a certain sort of, for my own, I don't know that many non-binary, I actually don't think I know any non-binary people, but it's just sort of, I don't think it's, like, because it's such a, it's such a part of culture and society almost yeah i think it's hard to avoid i think it's respect should be taught for a lot of non-binary people and stuff Mm -hmm. when it comes to gender and that Mm -hmm. coming up which and i think that's a whole other process that maybe is even slightly harder than us oh yeah i think so yeah do you know what i mean so that i think it's like it's sort of there's a hierarchy of like how hard this is like yeah i think your experience i think to be a lesbian is harder than being a gay man that's really interesting and then i think being added that and then I think transness is like the most hard. Yeah. But then that being said, even the add to that, I think it's then even harder for queer and trans people of color. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, cause they already have, they're they're just they've just waving got a few mi- different flags. Like my like minority like piled on top of each other and yeah. kind of like discrimination piled on top of each other and it's like, you know, where does it end? Exactly, and where does it even begin? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know? Um, but very quickly, just to i think we're running out of time so very quickly one of the last things is if you had advice if there was a little gay kid (gasps) listening and what would you say my advice would be or to maybe other someone else who if they had a friend who thought if they thought we're gay do you know like okay 
So, okay, it would be two different things. So if I was giving advice to someone who was wanting Mm -hmm. to come out, I would emphasise that it is a process. Yeah. And that it doesn't... It very... Yeah, it's it's not that one day that it's it's, it's over. It is a process and you have... Like, I had to be patient with it. And Mm -hmm. whilst I didn't want to be, I had to be patient with it. And, like, people people will react in different ways. People will process in different ways and take different lengths of time to process. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, the people who are important to you and the people that love you and care about you will react positively and they're the ones that you keep around and they're the ones that you, you spend your time with. For sure. And I think I just expected it all to happen for me in one day and that would be it. But it takes a while and people... Are just shocked, it, it yeah. and they will they will come round to it more often than not they will come round to it, um so yeah that's what I would say and just love yourself more than anyone else <laughs> always just be you just be you you do be you young. um I'll let you answer that because I think you've pretty much covered all the bases what I will say to people who maybe are thinking oh I have a friend and I think they're gay and I want to say something here's the short answer. Don't, don't say a fucking <laughs> word, cunt. And, and not cunt. Like, I don't. <laughs> like you, you can be worried about someone and be like, I wish I wish they could show this to me. But you have to let but them But they come. will tell yeah. you in their own time. And one thing... Because the amount of times, I think... I, I, I wouldn't have homophobic experiences growing up. But I think it was like... It was the worst thing in the world to be asked. And, and especially yeah. in a crowded room. Because yeah. that's when people was thought it was appropriate to bring it up yeah and all eyes are on you like so are you gay and it's like and then everyone turns around going or, oh is he or like, people being like are you sure he's not gay and i'm like if he hasn't told me he is then no he's yeah. not if he's told me he's like he, like he's straight yeah. he, he is gay until he tells he's straight until he tells me he's gay <laughs> until i'm told otherwise yeah yeah and sure. don't say see when if someone comes out do you do you want to say it <laughs> Right, this is the thing. It's not the most... I think there's a way to say this without it being, like... And see, to be honest, I, I'm, I've i actually sort of changed my mind on a little bit. Oh, really? Um, so, I, whenever I came out to people, my worst thing in the world was when someone went, I know. <laughs> Girl, I, I've been, no. It's like, oh, oh, did you? Oh, did you? You knew before me. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, and like... I, I understand there's a thing. Like, you know when you know. The sky's blue at the end of the day, but... Like it's like you have can a call, bit of respect. You can call speed a speed, but it just felt so like you're minimizing this whole like yeah. process for me because it's like oh I know yeah and it's like I think it makes it to be honest it doesn't even make it about them anymore it makes it about you being like correct yeah and it's like <laughs> you saying you knew before they were ready for you to know but it's I think you can be like here listen I'm I actually had a, a like I had a wee bit of a suspicion based on like thing do you know what it's like i think if someone had said that to me that was fine because i I, I think it's i think it's unnecessary though like i think it's unnecessary thing to say yeah like just be happy for them and just there's other things you can say and ask but that being said sometimes i sort of wondering do i get when kids come out or whatever and it's like the parents go i didn't know what the fuck yeah some in and like in terms of rejection where it's like it's like you didn't have a single idea whatsoever yeah and it's like 
It's like you've had that kid how many years and you just didn't. I think that's the not wanting to know though. True, 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 definitely. But we're at 40 minutes, so I have to call it here. Thank you so much for joining me this week, Rachel. Oh, please have me back. This was so uh, fun. I will. Great. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, we'll see how this goes. Um, thank you very much for listening to this week's episode. I will see you next week. Um, no question of the week this week because... I don't know what I'm talking about next week, but I think it will be a Christmas episode, so I'll see you then. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.